My name is Bella Forrest, and this is my story. It all began when three podcast hosts talked about me online. Those motherfuckers. Now I'm 30 million in debt and it's all their fault. Those meddling kids. I have to assume that Swan, the forbidden fruit, is just like more greasy. I just, and I less don't tasty. think. I don't think it can taste good, you know? I will eat one, though. I know. I genuinely, like, the queen cannot stop me. I will go out and I will kill a swan. <laughs> but that's, like, the main appeal, right? Like, it's not, yeah. it's not the taste. It's, it's that you can stick it to the royals. Exactly. Yeah, tastes like crime. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> speaking, speaking of crime. Okay. Yep. Um, welcome <laughs> to this. Uh... I, I guess, I don't know, is this a L space? Is this a heart spell? Is this a uh, mended drum? What is this episode? This is a sort of um, Ace Attorney um, mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. What, what uh, L space attorney? There we L go. space attorney. Pretty good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> God. So we don't have a chapter for you Look, this week. Look, our, our branding on the Patreon episodes that are not like the book, and even those, our branding on the Patreon episodes is whatever, because we will also still end up, like our last book episode ended with like 30 minutes of just our brains melting at stuff we discovered. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and even like some of our regular book episodes had like 20 minutes of Mended Drum style discussions, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men of drum style discussions, so human conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the sort, of, the sort of conversation you might have in the men did drum, aka exactly. conversation. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah. didn't write a chapter for this week because um, I've been really busy at work and somehow in the evenings I've also been really busy um, and it's gone to the end of the week and... I don't have thoughts anymore, so, um, but that's okay. I think that's we left okay. it a, a nice break mm-hmm. after the last chapter. Yeah, that was yeah. the season finale. Um, this, this is this is just a nice send off for the end of the year. This episode, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you, dear listeners, are just like sitting with your family uh, in a cozy you know, room, uh, or or maybe without your family, if that's, like, th- that's very understandable right now. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, your you family. know, maybe you have your family on a Zoom call, but the point is, uh, you can just put on this episode, and this is just gonna ease you into this, whatever time, you're, whatever time this episode comes out, you know, it's probably gonna be a bit after Christmas. But, like, just... Yeah. Just you know, let you drift into twenty twenty one with with some nice um, mended drum, airspace attorney, heart spell type content. <laughs> We're not going to do the McElroy promise of not saying curse words on this one. Oh fuck no! No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can stop ourselves. To be quite honest, um... look, if your family has an issue with saying fuck, then fuck them. Ah, spider! Ah, fuck! Ah. <laughs> Oh, a classic bit. <laughs> God, Sorry. any other classic characters you want to bring back for this? <laughs> oh, 
classic <laughs> character of the spider that Lucy's afraid of. Yeah, it's the same one. Different one. one. It's no, it's different because it's smaller, but... Um, okay. <laughs> okay, it's gone out of sight, so... All right. This is like Jaws the Revenge, <laughs> where the spider, like, comes back and it's haunting It's going to go to the microphone, now. it's going to whisper things. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like, hello, let me tell you about Lucy's secret life. And then it's going to tell us all, all the secrets. not how I imagined the spider voice. <laughs> well, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't make assumptions about people based That's on their true. appearance. Um. <laughs> For example, you might look at Lucy and be like, "What a lovely, tall person who uh-huh. I enjoy knowing." And then you get to know them, and it's like, "Oh, God damn it. <laughs> what a letdown!" Um. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um. Sorry. Yeah. No. She were in the middle of something. <laughs> Was I? I'm saying that we don't do swear words on this because we hate your family. Oh yeah. Mm. It's so that's uh, all we needed to say. We we hate your family and they should deal with swear words. What are they? Five. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If they're listening to this, I'm talking directly to them. Just chill out. <laughs> it's literally just language. You know. It's like, what is the word gonna hurt you? I don't think so. It's not a slur, it's just a bad word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will use slurs, but like... <laughs> <laughs> but like we could. It's, it's a separate issue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is our gift to you, is that we're not gonna say slurs at you in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, just for this one. But we probably will be homophobic. <laughs> we will be thinking about slurs. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we always are. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, last week we, we discovered something about celebrated fiction author Bella Forrest, which was sort of the reason why she hasn't been updating uh, her series of books recently, would you say? You know, publishing mm-hmm. difficulties, she said, and she wasn't wrong. Uh, yeah, <laughs> people have been <laughs> clamouring for book 92 of The Shade of Vampire they series. really have. Called... <laughs> Shade of Vampire? There has been a lot of, like, one thing I have discovered over the past week is that there's a ton of Bella Forest fans on the internet. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of people who are very passionate about these books. I mean, she sells so many of them, she must have fans, because someone's buying them, you know? I mean, Mm -hmm. we bought them, but... Yes, that's true. But, you know, other people, you know, not all the people buying them can have podcasts but there's people who are like that <laughs> i just opened up at shadik supports twitter and one of the recent tweets says this tweet has been withheld in response to a report from the copyright holder which <laughs> okay <laughs> well we'll be we'll, we'll get there we'll get we'll there <laughs> what i was gonna say there's been people like we've been hanging out in some of the facebook groups uh i in less uh, in less of them than my lovely co-hosts um mm-hmm. and there's it people who are like i have read all 300 of bella Forest's books and i simply Christ. don't know what to do with my life now that, that that shade of vampire 92 isn't releasing can can you please recommend me a different book <laughs> Um, which is I just the idea of somebody reading 92 books in the Shade of Vampire series is, uh, is like m- baffling to me but it's I do inspirational to me I think 
<laughs> we yeah. should do that. <laughs> I saw a um... rank them. Yeah, <laughs> I saw um a post on, uh, I think it's the official Shaddock support group page today, mm. about half an hour before we started recording, and it, it made me think, um, a lot because the the post was like. It had, a, like, attached a photo of a relatable meme for people who read, like, what do you do when you finish a book? Um, just sat here with, like, you know, it wasn't very funny. Anyway, in the the, t- the body of the post, the woman who put it up was there, like, I think I felt the stirrings of baby Derek today, which I have to assume means oh, no. that she's pregnant and has named her baby her oh. unborn child. <laughs> After, After Derek, Derek Novak from Shit <laughs> Famously characters. <laughs> I, I That's the really... world is multiplicitous and beautiful and um full of people, you know? It it really is. Um I'm and with the internet we can get a little snapshot of their lives. I'm learning so Which much about complex. people. Me too. Um, should so? Do you want to talk about the Facebook more, or should we get into the details of what's occurring in Bella World? I think let's get into the details. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you recall last week, if we we kept it in, we discovered a uh, the details of a um, court a court of appeal case in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas um, that was linked to by a very mysterious Twitter account commenting <laughs> on the, the Shaddix Twitter. Um, this this Twitter has, like, no other tweets apart from, like, two, one of which is, like, a response to some Trump shit, like, <laughs> hashtag resistance bullshit, and, like, maybe nine likes. So I'm not saying that this is... Um, Amber, but mm-hmm. I'm. Con- I think it is either Amber or someone who is related to Amber on an alt account. Being, yeah, the thing is also like I tried being mysterious many combinations of words which could have like words like you know Bella Forest lawsuit, uh, Shade of Vampire lawsuit, things like that. None of them yielded a result that would have found them this court document the only way you could have found it if you had known the person who had the lawsuit against um bella forest publisher like if if you searched amber last name uh versus uh hot pancakes limited that's that's the only way you could have found it like you 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 should you, you need you'd need to have known about the exact circumstances to find this even on google yeah mm-hmm um, and I, I commented, I left a little reply because their DMs are closed. But I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I read through this document. Um, would you mind telling me how you found it? And they didn't reply to me. <laughs> um, um, should we get into the document and who Amber is? Okay. Um, just briefly. Well. Uh, well, yeah. How, what, what order should, it, should we talk about this in? Because I've been telling people about this for like two weeks. Um, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of bits to it. What this document is, it is an appeal by a woman named Amber Louise Murphy um, to the Court of the Bahamas, um, trying to get 
access to some money from a locked account with the bank uh, Ansbacker Bahamas Limited. Um, she wants some money from this account for legal fees and for living fees. Why? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just go through it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, take, so. okay. take it away, babe. Discuss the other things. Yeah. Okay. So, what we learned through this document <laughs> is two sides of a very interesting story uh, <laughs> regarding the um, the trademark and the account of Bella Forest. Uh, which is owned by a company called uh, Hot Pancakes Limited. Um, we did not know this before this trial and all this stuff went down. Before, it was always like a kayfabe where Bella Forrest was just the author and everything was under her name. Um, but now everything has been branded with Hot Pancakes Limited, which is very interesting. Um <laughs> I will so, also add to that one, like by by everything branded, that also means that um, Bella Forest, all Bella Forest, like previous social media presences have been deleted. Mm-hmm. And there's a new one on Facebook that says that, that like their first post is um, Bella Forest is fake. This is an AI generated image. Uh, and this is just a group of ghostwriters. All other Bella Forest pages are fake. Yeah. And then it directs to a copycat of the original Bella Forest website, but now it's Hot Pancakes Limited dot website. Mm. Although I will say that the original Bella Forest website is still up. It bellaforest.net still exists, as does Hot Pancakes, which is functionally identical as it's a website. It just has exactly. a different domain. Mm-hmm. Um What 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 happened was everything was going normal until on the twentieth of August, uh Basically, the bank and this man, Mr. Carlos Savola, got an injunction to receive $4 million from this account um, and also to stop Amber from having access to the account uh, any longer. This is currently... That sort of went through, so uh, she she did stop getting any access to the account, but that is what is currently uh, in dispute. Um, is Amber and Carlo both basically claim that this account uh, belongs to them, and they are the sole and not it's not joint. They are the sole um, CEO of Hot Pancakes Limited, and that this money is theirs alone. <laughs> but oh no, that was it. It was um, they are the sole beneficial owner of the money in the account. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has not been tried yet. This is going to the Supreme Court of the Bahamas um, to try and work out. Which of them actually uh, own this account, more or less? I'm going to say alleged for a lot of things in this, because I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) But there is, I will tell you what my opinion is, which I think is legal, as long as I say I don't know. Yeah. So you can't sue me, Mr. Carlo uh, Savola, even though I know you would love to. Um, (laughs) So again, this is an appeal asking for money for Amber from this locked account. Um, because this is, according to her, all her money. Uh, the amount of money that is in the account is $30 million. $30 million. That's, That's a lot of not... money. <laughs> I will ne- yes. None of us will ever in our lives, like, 
all of us together will never see that many uh, that much money in our lives yes mm-hmm. um not all of it is in is in cash um the re- the rest is in fiduciary deposits which are like deposit accounts um but i think you get access through the account and <laughs> so that's like a lot of money so you can see why this is like a fairly severe case like there's a lot riding on this um but also because the trademark of Bell Forest is under the company's name, and this is the account of the company, it sort of falls into line that the trademark is also owned by the company. And so this is not only who owns the money in the account, but who owns the Bell Forest trademark, from what I can tell. And who who basically is Bell Forest? Mm-hmm. So Carlos Savola claims that he employed Amber. Um, as a employee of Hot Pancake Limited, um, she was doing like marketing, but also some money stuff. Um, some background on Marco Savola: uh, he owns CSNP, <laughs> which is Carlos Savola and partners. Um, partners yes, um, and in, in his words, <laughs> he is the principal of various businesses, including an international group of companies which offers inter alia international tax planning, asset protection immigration assistance, company and trust formation, privacy solutions, and related services. Um, he has uh, offices in Switzerland, the Republic of Panama, the Republic of Cyprus, Malta, the Dominican Republic, and the United Arab Arab Emirates. Now, listeners, I want you to just think about that list of countries specifically <laughs> um, and what they all might have in common with each other in terms of um, uh, how they operate tax. They're just um, fun just places. Think about it. That's just fun place. He likes the sun. <laughs> but you see, it's perfectly legal to register in tax havens. You know, it's legal. It's just, you know, morally dubious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he claims that Amber Murphy uh, had power of attorney in regards to the account. Um, and also she had full access to the account. Because uh, he trusted her, because he knew her uh, personally, and they had a rapport, in his words. Um, he met her through an online platform known as Upwork or Freelancer.com, uh, where she apparently, you know, did freelance work. Um, she's British, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very, I don't know why that was surprising. It just sort of felt surprising to me. It is surprising. I was imagining she would be American, but. Yeah. I mean... Most of the ghostwriters are probably American, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. But she wrote, she definitely wrote the first shade of the vampire. That's um, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. <laughs> allegedly, I believe she wrote the first shade of the vampire. Um, <laughs> That's got to be like if if she's the real Bella Forest, she's got to have written the first one. But the first one is pretty bad. Yeah, but she was like twenty, or like younger, nineteen. Um, mm. So. Yeah, allegedly. So (laughs) by 2017, she worked as a freelancer for five years. They built a rapport. And so for for some reason, he agreed that he would let her manage all the accounts and administrative powers uh, on behalf of the company Hot Pancakes Limited. Uh, She did overseas business stuff. She she had all the bank stuff. You know, He, he was like, I trust you. You seem great. For some reason... She did not have a salary, um, but received approximately two to three thousand dollars per month. 
what does that mean? <laughs> how do you not have a salary? But yeah, how do you choose which percent? <laughs> like, is it two thousand or three thousand a month? Um, this was her living expenses, apparently. So basically, all all her living expenses she just paid through the corporate credit card. Um, and then on September twenty seventh, they bought a apartment in Portugal for her as compensation for her past and future work. This apartment this was... <laughs> is this apartment costs somewhere in, in the realm of five hundred thousand um, dollars. But wait, yeah. euros, euros, yeah. I think it's still. <laughs> is it euros? In, okay, in Portugal. Yeah, yeah, but I can't remember what it says if it describes it in dollars on here or not. Um. So, yeah, so, you know, very normal business <laughs> situation where you don't have a salary, but you just get given chunks of money. Um, he says he trusted her, but then their relationship deteriorated because they disagreed on how to spend money and how to advertise. And he wanted to have a completely different commercial plan for the company and hire third parties and restructure the company. And even though she had no say in anything because she had no... um. She had no like board uh, rights, like she wasn't an investor or anything. She didn't have any shares. Uh, she kept giving her opinion, which is really annoying. So he, <laughs> <laughs> so he fired her and terminated her access to the business account. Um, and was like she was a terrible employee, uh, and that's what happened. And so I just got her access revoked, and that's all that's happening. Um, <laughs> so the the account was frozen and he was given cell access which is very interesting um, she then disputed this because in her, in her words it was completely different um, this is what uh, Amber Murphy claims she says that she is a author, she's 28 um, she started Hot Pancakes Limited herself when she was 20 years old She's published approximately 300 print, audio, and electronic books, 30 of which were written exclusively by her, and she collaborated with ghostwriters on the others. <laughs> collaborated is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence. Uh -huh. Yes, it is. <laughs> but that's what they say when you're ghostwriters. You're like, oh, it was a joint effort. I said, yeah. write a book about vampires, and then they did. Um <laughs> So she came into contact with Carlos Savola when she was 20 years old and she decided she wanted to create her online business and, uh, you know, have like a way of getting the money through Amazon's Kindle direct publishing stuff in like, in like a, as a business and have a company that she could, you know, register somewhere for reasons. <laughs> uh, so so she, uh, she seems to have just like searched helped me do tax in an interesting way and found <laughs> found CSMP through Google. Um, she claims that she's never met Carlos Savilla and she is the actual only beneficial owner of the account and she runs the company. <laughs> she says that she employed CSP from 2012 to 2019 uh, to advise her on structuring her assets, uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they they said that uh, you can trust us. We can we can give you some trust uh, in us, and we will we will use offshore providers and stuff to, you know, do company shit. It's basically 
there's like a there's like a structuring agreement where through that company um you're basically giving some power of attorney to these advisors so that they can sort of do a lot of the restructuring stuff for you and so that's why in her words csp had so much control of account um but she says that she had absolute control over the account like entirely and the company until the 10th of june 2020 when csp got her removed from the account uh and before then she she just used it as her normal account like this was her her this is where all her money was kept um, didn't um, she also believe it was registered under her name? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So she had full control. She had exclusive control of HPL's transactional accounts. Um, she she thought she was in control of the business. Uh, she she discovered that her access was terminated in July, and then when she contacted the bank, she was told that Carlos Savola claimed to be the ultimate owner, and that she, she all her powers of attorney had been revoked over. Her, pancakes limited and after getting like temporary access to the accounts she realized that fraudulent unauthorized transactions were conducted by csp over the ansbacher hbl accounts resulting in misappropriation of their assets so they had fraudulently in her words knocked her off the account (laughs) um Uh, which which had had 30 million dollars in it so it it did um <laughs> you see you see csp had previously advised her to not have a personal account <laughs> and to instead just use the business's account as her personal account um for all her spending so her day-to-day money all came from this single mm-hmm. account folks don't do that um <laughs> uh so her, according to her lawyer they said that the actions were fraudulent um, that were undertaken by Carla Cibola, um to, you know, nick her shit. Because <laughs> um, all the money, all the money, again, comes from book sales, which she is in control of, according to her. She doesn't say she's ever talked to Carlos Cibola. Um All her interactions with CSP were with someone called Janata Lupi. And if you, apparently, if you look at these documents, it... it they talk to each other as if all the all the money and everything is owned by Murphy and that there isn't, like, another account holder and she's not an employee, according to these emails. Um, Carla Cibola claims these emails are forged. <laughs> okay. Um, so the sort of... The sort of way this sort of shakes out... Because um, she, she has, like... She shows that she registered Bella Forest trademarks... Um, uh, for you know, for confidentiality, and she shows that the apartment that she owns, um, <laughs> yeah, it was a five hundred and thirty-five thousand euro company um, bleh, apartment, um, and it's under her name, so it wasn't bought under HBL's name for her as like a a business location. It was just bought by her um. <laughs> under her name. <laughs> Fellas, does, uh, your, with, does your workplace ever just, like, buy you um, a $500,000 apartment uh, under your name just because they can? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because you're a good employee and they respect you. Um, you have a rapport. <laughs> you have a rapport, so you just buy an apartment. Um, yeah, and she's also, she's the one who, you know, has been in contact with all the ghostwriters. So all the ghostwriters 
when talking to Bella Forrest, have been talking to Amber Murphy. Um, and there's a bunch of, like, um, you know, correspondence that shows that um, with the uh, ghostwriters. Um, so this is this is her account. Now, it's not for me to decide which one sounds more true. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I worry that if we said that Carlos was lying, then uh, his involvement with the Bulgarian police union might <laughs> mean that we have some people. God. Yeah, Very that, would be, that would be scary. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if hypothetically you were a 20-year-old idiot who wrote bad books online... Uh-huh. Um, and you Google searched and found some, you know, kind of dodgy tax avoidance company um, <laughs> that promised to help you do all your accounts in a way that would stop you having to pay UK tax. Um, then it might be really easy to take advantage of you in a way that leads to bad things down the road. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, For instance- because. You're an idiot, and you're 20, and for some reason you think you should have all your money in one account, and all your money is $30 million. <laughs> See, I understand that when you're 20, right? But this yeah. was in 2013. Mm-hmm. So imagine doing that when you're 20, and then you build up a huge like empire, basically, of like ghostwritten books. Hypothetically, if you, you know. In like mm-hmm. seven years. So now you're like 27. <laughs> and you. Yeah. You're you on like, the Amazon bestsellers list. <laughs> you're on the Amazon bestsellers list with like 190 or 200 something books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, imagine that. Um. <laughs> anyway, completely unrelated to whatever we were talking about there, I will say <laughs> that there's a lot of this appeal it'll 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 sort of hinge on whether or not two shareholders can use their shared account to um to be in a legal battle with each other um but then this appeal argues that that's not what's happening what's happening is both people are claiming that they're the ben- like they're the sole beneficial owner of the account and therefore there's a different set of um there's there's a different set of precedents that they can draw from which basically means that uh amber doesn't get the full account like the full amount she requested at the beginning, which was $1.5 million uh, for living in legal fees. But she does get $150,000 for legal fees uh, from this. Um, but it's with the stipulation that if Carlos Savola is found to be the sole beneficial owner, she then has to pay the 150000 back to him, back into this account to make up the money that she got from him. Um, and that there is like a... There's a Supreme Court number that's been given to this eventual case when it goes to the Supreme Court finally, but um, it hasn't happened yet from what I can tell. Um, It's ongoing. Which, you know, very interesting. Mm. I think I would be having a really bad year if, hypothetically, you know, I was an author managing a a large team of ghostwriters. um, And then... Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, suddenly I had no access to my bank account um, <laughs> and had to go in a uh, very lengthy legal battle with a company whose owner has a large statue of a giant bull made of gold in his office. <laughs> yeah, he's just like a really normal guy. <laughs> um, uh, that's all hypothetical, of course. We don't know. Um, 
And, you know, there's a whole point, there's like a whole bunch of issues. Like, I don't know if it's, because they both claim that the other one has committed fraud. Although, she hasn't really done anything, so I don't know how she can commit fraud apart from the fact she's trying to get access back to the account. Um, Mm -hmm. But I guess he says that she's trying to defraud him. But yeah, so it it depends on, like, I guess the agreements she made when she set up this company with CSMP and how much protection she has if she did something really stupid. Um, mm-hmm. and, like, how much control she initially gave them, um, and whether or not they they claim that that's, like, unfair or if she was taken advantage of. Um, you know, we, we don't know what the truth is, but I'm pulling for her, <laughs> even yeah. if she does have $30 million. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I only have, like, that much sympathy for her. Like, it, it, does, it does seem like she was screwed over, but... <laughs> At the same time, she also, like, managed, like, $30 million and a ton of ghostwriters who we don't know how they got um, compensated for any of their work. Uh, Mm. So, you know, there's only that much sympathy I can extend to her. Uh, Let's let's also talk about some, some other actors and some other accounts of this. Can, can I just say that the very, very funny conclusion to this case um, goes, uh, it is not a specious defence. Mr. Savolo's account that Miss Murphy was simply a trusted employee who had been given unlimited control of $30 million is the best <laughs> suspect. <laughs> the fact that the monies in the account were used to buy a home in her name leads credibility to her story at, that the monies were her, hers. Companies may allow an employee to use property belonging to the company for accommodation as part of their remuneration, it is less credible that they would put the title to the property in the name of the employee. <laughs> <laughs> I trust my employee. That's why I've given them access to $30 million. <laughs> I can't believe Mr. Savola's trust was taken advantage of in this way. <laughs> yeah. But there's a... There, we need to talk about this Facebook page, though. Okay. Yeah, is, and this is the Bella Forest one, you mean, right? The Bella Forest. The only one... The ofi- I, I want to talk about the official one. The... Uh, the one that was made on September 11th, 2020. <laughs> ah, happy 9-11. Happy 9-11. A lot of stuff happened on um, 9-11 in terms of yeah. this uh, uh, particular case, which I think is... Bella Forrest uh, losing control of her accounts was my 9-11. <laughs> I guess we need to talk about both both this and like th- these two actors... Uh, this Facebook page, and then Laurie on the other hand. Uh-huh. So Laurie seems to be the person who has managed all of Bella Forest's social media. Mm. Up, yeah, to, sh- up well, until, uh, up until August 2020. The, like, on, on previous episodes, we talked, we talked about this, this Twitter account that used to be A Shade of Vampire is now called Atradict Support. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is... It is the official Bella Forest Twitter that I think was also advertised like at the end of books or whatever mm-hmm. that you should follow this one. But it had it only had like promotional updates of the new book releases. Yeah, there was nothing juicy on it. And then uh, there's there's a recent tweet. Well, the two most recent tweets are from August the 12th. That says, we appreciate your many messages and words of encouragement. Bella is experiencing some really unexpected publishing issues. And she hopes <laughs> sure to be is. able to give an update soon. Thank you for your patience, Laurie. 
Yeah. Yeah, this was clearly managed by this person named Laurie. Mm-hmm. And Laurie also manages... The official Shaddock support group Facebook page. <laughs> the official Shaddock support group Facebook group, which I've been blocked immediately by uh, <laughs> in, in the I moment just... I was trying to join. I think they made a mistake and they were trying to do accept and they pressed block instead. I think it's so funny that she accepted me and Chaz (laughs) (laughs) and not you. And you joined after me. Like I I tried to join first. I was kicked off and then you got accepted. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if it was like if you were in one of the groups already, then they would block you or something. Because you'd picked a side. But But I um, was. I'd read so Yeah. Yeah, um, and I think actually probably a lot of the people who follow this page are in both because they are uh, being taken for fools. Um, no, yes. I mean the other group doesn't exist. Like the other group is just a Facebook page, right? That you can like. Yeah, yeah I suppose it's not a group. Groups and pages. I mean, yeah, yeah. but you know, it's like it's like not a membership thing. Like anyone can like Bella yeah. for us, but you can only like the Shadik support group is exclusive. Even though, <laughs> as far as I can tell from what you said, it's just like uh, Bella positivism things. It's people saying, oh, I hope Bella is okay. And then yeah. <laughs> there was mm-hmm. one woman who was commenting back like, she's not real. Are you, <laughs> Are you dumb? So shout out to that woman. No, um, that woman is on the page. Like, oh, she's the on pa- the page? Oh, yeah. The page Still Bella there. Forest sa- has a post that says, this is the official Bella Forest page. The person shown in the picture does not exist. It's an AI-generated image. All the other social media pages were controlled by an imposter and have been taken down. <laughs> and then, like, in the comments under this, uh, Bella actually replies, like, Bella in quotes, actually replies to some of the, uh, some of the, the other cues. And she talks mm-hmm. about there being a vindictive former employee who has been um, kicked off, um, who has now been, like, Lucy actually asked, uh, why use uh, an yeah. AI-generated image? Uh, why use an image at all when she's a team of ghostwriters? And then they reply, mm-hmm. uh, why not use an image? By the way, <laughs> it was created by mixing the faces of some of our team members. Sunglasses emoji. <laughs> The imposter is a former employee who has been terminated. What employees? Do you think that they have employees at the moment? No. Um, But this seems to be an account. Like, I'm not saying this is Carlos. I think it is. I think it is. (laughs) It probably is. It's it's using the exact same language as he did in his um, deposition. Like, Mm -hmm. yes. I mean, with more emojis, but... (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's the like, oh, it's, this is a former employee. Um, I'm just saying, I can feel the shade of an insane Italian tax dodger man <laughs> shining through all the words. Yeah, and there's some, there's some other insane things that were supposedly said by this account in, in the DMs. Like, some people have posted screenshots in... So there's a third Facebook group that is just a fan group. And is, as I, I understand, literally just run by fans. Um, that's that was one I was accepted in, and the people who mod that also seem to claim that they don't know what's happening. Um, so, I and there's like pretty normal discourse in that one. Um, whereas the 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 official Shadict group, which is run by Laurie, 
has like I think a ban on on cues that are like negative or like speculating about this page. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. On that page, Laurie claims that she has been in contact with the real Bella. Apparently, for many years, people have been asking her if she's Bella, but she's she's she always said no. There's no way I would have the imagination to come up with uh, <laughs> all the amazing stuff Bella comes up with. Laurie's like all the ghostwriters. Laurie's <laughs> like I could never conceptualize the idea of um, vampire concentration camps. Laurie <laughs> L- seems to That's probably true. Seems to stick stick really hard to the kayfabe that Bella is a real person that exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, because if if presumably if Amber manages to get it back, she wants to go back to how it was before, where yeah, it, it was like Bella is a single person. Yeah, um, as much as possible. Like, oh, what a that was just a weird blip. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't think about it, and don't ask any questions. And uh-huh. um, we the, would be liable. If we answered. Bella Forest page, on the other hand, is like in in the DMs where people ask about Laurie. They always say, don't listen to anything Laurie says. Uh, Laurie is, mm. uh, has been fooled by the imposter. She's compromised, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such, like, weird... It's, it's, it comes off as, like, insane mod drama, but, like... Except there's $30 million at stake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, except with, like, this huge, bizarre vampire novel empires at stake. <laughs> I do like on the Bella Forest Facebook page where it has like, you know, you can do the like text posts, but they have the background. Uh, so it has the heart background mm. and it says something new and exciting is cooking. It's worth mm. the wait. Stay tuned. Uh, I love it. I, it's, it reminds me of um, Eddie Redmayne going, it's fizzing regarding Fantastic Beasts. I'm yeah, like, what's cooking? kind of the same vibe. Yeah. It's like things are going wrong, but don't worry. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Everything's good. Um <laughs> We're just going on through the comments on um, Shaddock's support group, and one one person's like, "Would it help if we flooded the publisher with letters?" And Laurie says, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> Laurie says, "Please do not fucking do that." I just I don't know how we've managed to figure out exactly what's happening, and no one else seems to have been able to. It's wild, like. But I'm so curious about this one person who who linked us to the co- the court case, like. because we would never have found it without without them Mm. uh and that's why it's like either i like i I can't imagine it being anyone else other than either amber or someone who knows her Mm. or someone who is like from fucking who's like a lawyer in uh not the dominican republic where is this Bahamas. Bahamas, yeah. The, the Dominican Republic is the other tax uh, tax haven where Carlos was um, active. Uh, yeah, here's some some more comments. Like someone asks in the Facebook group, um, like about what's going on, uh, what's the publishing issues answer that you said earlier. And Bella says there are no publishing issues. The only issue is a former employee who is damaging the company after being fired and blocking its business activities. Eventually, this person will be arrested. which is both insane (laughs) but at the same time also reflects like some of the morals of the Bella Forest books about how you know criminals just (laughs) commit a crime yeah Um, I wonder Uh, someone asked about Laurie and Bella Forest replied um, Laurie has nothing to do with the problem she's under the, the direction of the former employee 
She's a peon. She's a soldier in the army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Laurie has the time. She posts multiple images a day uh, onto the Facebook group. That She's just, still like, keeping it from, going, right? Yeah, from from every She's Bella Forest book. And also... I mean, like, they can't take long to make. <laughs> no, they're not good. But, like, she runs all of that and, like, the Twitter and a bunch of the other Facebook groups that we've not mentioned, like, just random Bella Forest ones. And she's, like... I think she's like a photographer. I don't know, but she has like a life. She's a real person. I'm just like Laurie. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, look, we all have. She seems to be a stay-at-home mother, from what I can tell. People are asking how we can have so many podcasts going. So we all have our obsessive hobbies. True. Listen, I've gone on Laurie's personal Facebook page, which is not locked in any way, which is incredible. Um, (laughs) And it's all just like. Bella Forest shit and like talking about the new school like rules they're putting in at school for COVID stuff. So I think she just this is what she does. She just <laughs> yeah. likes it. Okay, yeah, I found the like the screenshots of messages that someone posted, and I will say someone posted it as claiming that someone else sent them these screenshots. Mysterious. Uh, mm. So we don't know how valid this is, but but I will say this is some insane shit. We don't see what this person asked from Bella, but Mm -hmm. she replied, You can find the answer to your question online since 2012. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's in the official government records. So, this is, yeah, this is about copywriting the name of Bella Forest, which you found. Mm -hmm. There are some copyright, uh, or what's it called? Registration registrations registration. like, for the name Bella Forest being registered under Hot Pancakes Limited from two thousand. Well, if you have if you have a pu- public company, you have to put the information online, so you yeah. can find out when yeah. the trademark was registered and also when the company was made public. I swear we couldn't find it before, though. I don't know. Well, no, we couldn't, which is interesting. I don't know if it's I just that think we it's... weren't looking. We weren't looking I... for Bella Forest copyright, yeah. No, I, I previously was under the impression that um, that the books were managed by Night... I want to say Nightlight Publishing, because mm-hmm. if you Google mm-hmm. that, it does come up with, like, um, registries for that name, and they only sell Bella Forest books. But I don't know how that's connected now, or if it still exists. Um, yeah, I want to get to the insane parts but, of uh, these Nightlight, Nightlight is a, it seems to be a publishing thing yeah and hot pancakes is like it's like a company yeah. thing like i don't think that the publishers don't own the copyright um they would just like you know publish the book the mm. copyright would belong to mm. the author's company which is bella forest i want to get hot to pancakes. the <laughs> i want to get to the insane parts <laughs> of these dms because okay then bella forest allegedly says be careful in case you receive any request of money from Laurie or others pretending to be Bella. Oh my god. And then the the person replies, why would I get a monetary request? And Bella says, I don't know, I just warn you. There are bad people behind that former employee. <laughs> what do the bad people do to take everything? And then Bella replies, they brainwash their victims. <laughs> How so? <laughs> They are professionals. It's a very powerful group. Uh, <laughs> what defense besides playing people is there? Just stay away from those people. Money is not enough. And then 
And then the person who is in the DMs with Bella asks, what people? And Bella just replies, Hare Krishna. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Hare Krishna? I thought you couldn't even be a woman and be in Hare Krishna. I mean, I know that doesn't say that it's a woman, but, like, I feel like that's that's the rules. What the fuck does the... (laughs) What an insane thing to send. But then the newest post, like the other posts in the Bella Forest Facebook page, the official one, are like the one we talked about. Then there's the something new and exciting is cooking. Then there's a call for applications for uh, hiring a small group of proofreaders slash editors for refining Bella Forest books before their publication. Mm -hmm. Something which she never would have done before. Never. (laughs) Um, And they left this up for 24 hours. Everything. Yeah, And then they say, we have shortlisted uh, a number of candidates who will be invited to join the private group. And then they say, we have, after closing the applications, they say, um, yeah, they, 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 will, they will invite people to a private group chat, which I am so curious about what's, what was be going God. on there. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to get access somehow. I know. I, I'm so I, I feel like applications closed, but what if we messaged and we're like, please? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so interested in ghostwriting. I would love to hear from someone who was accepted. Yeah. But they will probably have to sign like an NDA or something. Oh, yeah, probably. I don't know. Do you think he'd think of that? I guess he probably would. He's got his fingers in a lot of pies. Um. Yeah. (laughs) God, it's so funny that he's created this really spooky AI picture of a woman. Yeah, she doesn't look friendly. (laughs) No. She just looks kind of off. And then the newest <laughs> pl- post, which is just from today, is... Yeah. She has different earrings. Um, yeah. The newest <laughs> post from today is, thank you for the nice review, Rabbit Readers Book Club. And they just link to a different Facebook page uh, mm. where they wrote a review about A Shade of Vampire number five. Like something that was probably written by Amber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... I do think but, it's but funny. But it's, that it's in insane pro- to me that they act like everything is normal in this newest po- post. Like, yeah, it's it's mm. so engaging. I'm just like, what is going through his mind or her mind? Um, it it's it's just how is this it's, like? It's very wild. <laughs> what do we, I just? I feel what like. What do we think? They're like we have to break this you know what do we think the future is holding for bella forest well um i don't know how long this sort of lawsuit takes because it's so massive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i don't know how long it takes to resolve something like that um because i imagine whoever loses will like launch another appeal yeah. Um, although, if he loses, maybe he'll cut his losses. But like, I don't, I don't know. Um, Hard. To... I don't know. I'm I'm gonna have to keep an eye on things. I feel like uh, the... in the Bahama courts to see if something else pops up. <laughs> it's hard to feel like the guy with the giant golden statue of a bull in his office is the kind of guy who gives up easily. But I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But you know, he doesn't want to. I don't know. If if he loses, he might not want to be like. If he loses, would he go to jail? Um, if it's fraud, <laughs> then maybe. But does anybody really ever go to jail for fraud? 
Because I, I feel it would have to be different cases. Because first of all, it would be... I, I don't is, know who's... Well, I'm pretty sure this is in civil court, so this is just about the money. Um, yeah. If it was fraud, it would go to criminal court and there would be another trial. Because this is about the money and then it's possible she could then... She could then sue him for fraud after... If she won, she could then do that. Mm. Yeah. But, like, um, but it would have to be a different case. Carlo is... Has, like houses or seats in so many different countries and you know mm. the court case is taking place in a different country but he also has a london address so i'm yeah i like, wonder if wonder who would even like handle that if he were to go to jail hypothetically like it probably would be wherever the company is based uh-huh. so the bahamas um but you know, I he's again has residences in so many places that he could just like fuck off. You know what I mean? I don't know what the extradition laws are for all of the places where he has residences. Well, he does like, but <laughs> he he catches like people <laughs> who are like bail jumpers, like uh, from the UK who escaped to like the Dominican Republic and stuff. Like that's one of his many businesses. <laughs> <laughs> that could be him. <laughs> It's, I I just, I don't know. It depends, it depends if she wins and then I think how vengeful she feels afterwards. Um, God. I think. But I just wonder about the timeline of the Facebook page too because it was <laughs> created on 9-11. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And the first post where they say uh, Bella doesn't exist, it's an AI generated image, but this is the official page, is from September the 17th. And I think the, that like l- court document is from... October. Um, yeah. Let me double check because because there's there's multiple stuff that's happened. Mm. There's multiple events. Um, this is from the seventeenth, seventeenth of September to twenty third of September. This one, I think, is from the first of October. Okay. Um. But so they... the eleventh is what the eleventh is when she filed the appeal. Yeah. Um, mm. Oh, also, also nine eleven. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> that 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 cannot be a coincidence. Like that that the Facebook page was made on the same day she filed the appeal, and then the next Maybe post that's when she was like time about to attack. How something new and exciting is cooking is from November the twenty fifth with the heart emoji background, like. That's that's when Carlo seems to have been confident that this case is settled. Mm. Or, or if not, maybe he's just trying to like, you know, maybe he's just posting. I think he's trying it. to distract. Yeah, yeah, because he keeps he he keeps saying that there'll be more stuff happening once he's sorted out the former employee, right? Yeah. yeah. So his. Presumably, his um, current like strategy is to keep pushing this narrative of sabotaging employee who's trying to destroy the Bella Forest name and steal money for mm-hmm. no reason. Um, and he's going to keep pushing this, and then everyone else is like insane uh, under the sway of the former employee or backed by Harry <laughs> Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> Or like you know, just a bunch of like whatever sticks. He's he's trying to like publicly discredit, I think, as much as possible. But it's I don't think it's even particularly effective because no one understands who any of the people involved are. 
So, mm. like, as far as other people are aware, they might think that the current that there is like a different employee and the current person in charge is the original person. But it just it's so different that I don't know how you can believe that. I oh, know. Like, just the posting style and the language and the... Yeah, and again, the whole dropping the facade thing is just... Yeah, it's completely opposite to how she was running things before. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, because now is actually kind of pretending to have a personality, whereas before it was purely PR. Um, yeah. Is is interesting. <laughs> but it's it like wild to pretend bigger that... Than... It's wild to go. pretend that the accounts that have been up for, like, eight years the the social media accounts mm. are all fake like all imposters yeah because yeah. that's been yeah like, even though they're the same ones the, the twitter page has been the, the the place where they were like only posting updates about new releases and with the amazon links and everything like an imposter wouldn't do that no because that's just someone trying to sell books yeah like mm. Oh, this this feels bigger than us. I I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's very funny. Um, I I do think she must have been, like, ordered. I guess like court ordered. Um, that she's not allowed to call things Bella Forest anymore. Yeah, until um, it's resolved, I would imagine. Yeah, so that's why everything changed to Shaddock's support instead. But she was allowed to keep the same accounts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, she just had to change the name. Which is very funny. The merch links are still active. I wonder if we can still buy Shade merch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what, where that money would go. Yeah. I wonder what we would accomplish with that. <laughs> uh, have some really cool merch. Yeah, yeah I, mean... I could get a t-shirt that says I left my heart on the shade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the merch I is pretty look. funny because I think like... Almost all of it, if not all of it, is Shade of Vampire. Oh, it's related. it's all Shade of Vampire. Yeah, it's just Shade merch. You can't get like Harley Merlin shirts or anything. I mean, my theory is that maybe the merch was developed back when Bella Forest was started, and when Ember was like still very optimistic about the entire thing, and then it became a business uh, mm-hmm. about like just acquiring ghostwriters and publish their stuff, and then it became less like. Mm-hmm. Because it also coincides with the thing about how uh, the only, like, interviews with Bella Forrest were from, like, 2012, the the I Can Have Cheeseburger stuff. Yeah. Well, when I was, was, like, charting a while ago um, the the dates of the publishing, there is a real uptick in, like, 2015, 2016. Like, before that, you had, like, two books a year roughly which like completely doable um absolutely and then after that you start getting more series and you start getting like like six shade Mm. books a year yeah um so there's there was a point where she decided to make that change yeah Mm. i would love to talk to amber (laughs) yeah (laughs) i've been looking around to see if i can find uh, any social media stuff, but I can't find yeah, any. Same. Like obviously her. Mm. There are some Amber Murphys, but none of them seem to have give any indication that they would be. They would have anything yeah, no to one, do with. No one who I can find who's twenty eight British yeah. and looks reasonably wealthy, you know. <laughs> and I feel like maybe that has something to do with like maybe Amber just 
wanted to keep anonymous like completely yeah. that's why you know she registered the trademark for or you know got carlo to register the trademark for bella uh, for bella forest and mm. maybe she just doesn't have any social like ex- besides that one twitter account <laughs> yeah it's possible that she was like i'm just gonna you know i'm not gonna write under my name i'm gonna be called bella forest mm. and I'm going to be as anonymous as possible. In which case, sorry, but, you know. <laughs> we, had, we had to dig deep. Yeah. <laughs> We're, We're a millionaire, you can cope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the whole thing is a very wild story, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and look and at us, figuring that, it all out. <laughs> and the fact that they put out an application for proofreaders is also wise to me, especially if they're, like, still not haven't resolved the entire court case stuff also that they put out the call for proofreaders on a fucking facebook page of all things like on a facebook Christ. page <laughs> leaving it up for 24 hours only like what's going on there i mean i just wonder if the people who replied are also getting grifted out in a different way oh i would imagine so i mean like it's also wasn't a call for ghostwriters it was a call for proofreaders so i don't know what they're going to be reading like yeah. as, as yeah. far as i'm aware it was Amber, who did all of the Bella Forest ghostwriter coordination stuff. So if she's no longer doing that... I can imagine that, because Shade of the Vampire 92 and Percy Merlin (laughs) number whatever were already announced. Like, And I think also Dark Lights 10. Like, at least least three new books were already announced to go up on Mm -hmm. Amazon when the entire thing went went down. Oh, and the German translation of, like, one of the books. So I feel like Maybe, maybe they already had access to the unedited versions of those books, but uh, yeah, Amber would have coordinated. That they were working on stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or it's also possible that those books are just not done, and they want these uh-huh. uh, supposed proofreaders to actually finish the books. I don't know. Although it does say in this, it does say in this call to uh, call for applications that the editors will be mentioned and they, unless they prefer otherwise in the books they work on which i don't well, i don't remember seeing in any of the bella forest books oh it's not there at all um in in like any of the different series they they never credit uh, another writer <laughs> does it say in like the you know the the initial writery bit you know like the the page with all the writing on no and i have looked um, and right. including in my physical copy of Heartspell Manor, which I still haven't read. This <laughs> <laughs> is crazy. Um, I I, yeah. I feel like I just, the desire to write like a big um, expose about this is is very strong, but we must resist. Yeah, I I know. I just want to tell people about it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you can you maybe try telling the <laughs> not the shadow groups, but the the one. Facebook group that is like the fan group. Mm, I think maybe, shadows. yeah, the the one that is Bella Forest Book Club or something like that, like the one that doesn't have Laurie in. Yeah, maybe one could do. Maybe you know we could, we could just point them towards this court case. Uh, yeah, and start like, spreading the word. Because because yeah. nobody has nobody has in that group. Many people are like um, suspicious about what's going on. But nobody seems to have figured it out. No, they needed mm. us. Yeah. It's just like no one else has clicked on that link. Yeah. Yeah, it has one like. <laughs> mm. 
which is me. I, think. I am. I am just <laughs> obsessed with that person, like posting that under there. Like, what was there? Can, can it be that they they just accidentally found it? I don't know. Do you think they're just like scrolling through all the yeah. appeals courts in the Bahamas? Like, this is my but hobby. How would they, yeah, <laughs> how would they find out about? Like, what's the chances that someone who, uh, who is, like whose job it is to look at court cases in the Bahamas also knows about <laughs> Bella Forest. I mean, maybe they looked it up and then they found the account and was like, I need to tell people about this, but like under a, a pseudonym. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm just finding all these books that Carlos written and I'm like, did he write these himself or are they also written? <laughs> um, I love that. This one's called The Offshore Jurisdictions Guide. Um <laughs> It's, it's, which is it's it's offshore jurisdictions guys is like titling a book how to dodge money like <laughs> well it says it's written by him and also karina snidorova which like i don't know does that imply she also works there or is she his ghostwriter i am more I like... um intrigued by from cows to cryptos a brief and highly subjective history well, of money he he literally is very all his shit in... has cows on uh, yeah, bulls and uh, everything is branded with a bull. Yeah. Um, it's he's very into cryptocurrency, which I think is <laughs> unsurprising. Uh, really, really funny. Yeah, um, there's only one review um, of this jurisdiction books, which gives it two out of five. It says worthless, <laughs> deceiving book. The content is too poor concerning the offshore jurisdictions, and also has several errors explaining some jurisdictions. <laughs> I blame the price I paid. <laughs> Um, Cows the Cryptos I want to find its Amazon page Find it on Goodreads Um, uh, It has no reviews So I can't tell you if it's good or bad (laughs) Maybe good Barnes & Noble has two reviews Giving it five stars Which I'm pretty sure is just him Yeah, um, Um, I feel like no one's read this book No It's one of those books that's just like out there. I can give you the overview though. Mm-hmm, um, please. From the first cowrie shells to the current craze of crypto, money has played a powerful role in making the world go round. <laughs> or at least in paying for the hamsters who do all the work. <laughs> oh, okay. okay, interesting. That's a fun um, insight into how he sees employees. <laughs> now in its second printing of printing, the first got jammed due to a paper tray malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a joke? I don't know. Yet somehow... The Slender Yet Somehow Still Too Long Tone by Carlos Savola, economist, international business consultant, and runner-up most likely to succeed in Sig Romana's third grade class, has produced a scholarly masterpiece that captures the essence of money's history without relying on tiresome facts or accuracy. <laughs> yeah, I love my non-fiction books without any facts or accuracy. Oh my god. Mr. Savola, a keen student of finance whose interest in currency extends well beyond slipping singles into G-strings, <laughs> has realized his lifelong ambition to communicate vital knowledge to the next generation of money users, bringing to life key moments in the history of currency through storytelling far more interesting than the actual events periodically alluded to herein. Readers who take trouble to look at the words and not just the pictures will gain invaluable knowledge. It's including got pictures in it! <laughs> How one of the earliest civilizations used giant boulders for money because Instagram had not been invented and they had time to kill. How the Chinese printed currency on rice paper, which is captured during the Sino-Japanese War of 
1894 and used for sushi rolls, how Western Union created the phenomenon of the imprisoned Nigerian prince in need of your financial kindness just to stimulate demand for wire transfers, how the money of the future will be completely different from the paper currency of today, or maybe exactly the same, just futury with a picture of President AOC gracing every denomination. Oh. <laughs> Is she like a world dictator? Like, who really knows? Like the most famous works on finance, Smith's Wealth of Nations, Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Madoff's In Your Heart, you knew this was a scam. Savolas is also a book. <laughs> wow. Um, the thing incredibly is, funny that he talks about slipping singles into strippers' g-strings. It yeah. has. It has singles. Carlos Savola, Mark Silber, editor, Lisa Cannabello, illustrator. Do you think this is another ghostwriter? I feel like this is all him, like trying to launder his reputation. <laughs> Is he only giving strippers singles? Isn't he a millionaire? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, Two reviews, King Kong Buddy and Magic Carpet. Cryptocurrencies are the future. A book on the history of money with some funny facts and accurate narration. Easy to read. Recommended. And the next one is fun and informative. A pleasant reading on the history of money with clever jokes and some fun illustrations. (laughs) Okay. Oh, so the same review. Yeah. Uh... Tagged as historically accurate, laughed out loud, quick read, cultural. Interesting. I hate this fucking It has the cow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just from... He has like some sort of cow fixation. If we're we're honest to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. It's not surprising that someone super shady is behind the Bella Forest Empire. No. Mm. Oh no! I mean, it's like it's a million-dollar company. That's it's yeah. going to be shady like, somewhere. We've right? become attached to the Bella Forest brand, but there's like millions of Bella Forests. Like, there's so many like similar uh, self-published Amazon eBooks under a fake name. Yeah, I could have picked. But these are the any books to read the... off my Facebook suggestions, but I picked a Bella Forest one. That's true. Yeah. Why can't we have done the wolf pregnancy ones? <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is, oh, I think hers is like the biggest. Like hers yeah. is the biggest empire. Hers, right? She yeah. has built a reputation in a way that uh, if you if you Google Bella Forest, there's gonna be like forum entries discussing ghostwriters, and they're gonna bring up Bella Forest as like. You know, that's like someone, and these are posts from like many years ago that like, it's pretty much, they're going to be saying it's pretty much an open secret that Bella Forest is a group of ghostwriters, like it was never confirmed, but just looking at the numbers, Mm. it's pretty obvious. I also found a different forum entry, by the way, this has nothing to do with anything, but as I was like researching or like trying to find like some new Bella Forest information, I also found like some a forum entry from years ago where they listed Bella Forest among a list of other authors I have never heard of who have fake Amazon reviews. Oh, well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, or Goodreads. I don't know if it was you... Amazon or Goodreads or both, but it was like, the, the point was that they have a lot more five-star reviews than it is reasonable to of people who have read to, to have read the books and they all like kind of sound fake. Yeah, well, I th- that, that's how you get grift- the paperbacks of Holly Mellon. <laughs> that's how you grift the bestseller. This is why every yeah. author is a New York Times bestseller because you can order your own books first of all, and also you can just bot reviews, and that's like how you get 
self-published famous mm. by grifting it basically and that doesn't like that's that's something that you know isn't far away from what you'd expect someone like carlo to do no mm. it's a bit like out there though like I, I i don't know i wonder what his i don't know i wonder how he chose to do this like at one point he was like you know what i'm gonna roll the dice <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if it was to do with him um, just something in the pandemic his companies weren't doing so well and he was like okay well where can I cash in Yeah. Um, oh yeah there's yeah. 30 million dollars in this account that I have access to that could have been it yeah, yeah. and he immediately he immediately got 4 million dollars um, through this um, thing that he did with the bank so yeah because it is a reasonable question it, like why <laughs> Why was he okay with running this for like eight years? Yeah, like he was fine just being like, "Okay, I will give you tax advice," yeah. and then, <laughs> and then suddenly it was twenty twenty July, and he was like, "Actually, I am going to block her from accessing this account. This is now my account." Um, like, I don't know, wild shit. Uh huh. But he he always told her not to get a private account. So was that like this is a contingency plan? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if he, he well, I suspect she's not the only person that he manages in this way. Um, and yeah, and probably he this plus is, his company does. Yeah, he always does this. So I I assume this is not the first person, and that that's my opinion. But um, <laughs> allegedly, um, mm, allegedly, yeah, we've alleged a lot of things today. Um, We've come to a lot of conclusions um, that are uh, our opinion. Yeah. I think we we'll... um, just, just looking for other legal cases that he's involved in. <laughs> Ooh, an NFA thing. Uh, the NFA Business Conduct Committee issued a complaint in a disciplinary action against Carlos Savola, alleging violations of NFA compliance rules, blah, blah, blah. What um, is the NFA? Because at the time, he was a registered commodity trading advisor with the NFA. Alleged violations related to Savola's operation of commodity pools through Resolute Capital Growth, um, a company registered in the British Virgin Isles, and to Savola's lack of cooperation in the NFA's investigation of Resolute Capital's operations. The complaint alleged that he violated Rule 2 to 5 by refusing to produce certain records requested by the NFA in relation to its investigation, <laughs> violated Rule 2 to 36B by providing false and misleading information to an investor regarding the cause of Resolute Capital's losses. Um, violated Rule 2 to 36 by providing false and misleading information to the NFA. Um, so he's done similar shady shit before. Um, yeah. Oh, so he got. He got. Um, I think he got banned from something. He was banned from NFA membership, and then eight years later, he applied to get his membership, like, to get it back, because he had a ban, which I think is to do with trading, so. What is, he what got, is the NFA? The NFA is the National Futures Association. Right. You know, economics, what is it? It's the industry-wide self-regulatory organization for the US derivatives industry in on-exchange traded futures. So it's future trading. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. What an interesting man. Mm. <laughs> he really is. Oh, I'd love to just pick their brains about this. I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's so many people just like Carlo. Like, 
this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nice to pick one yeah. and like really, really. I feel like we're still, we've gotten closer to it than we have ever gotten. <laughs> mm. And at the same time, I feel like we still know so little. Yeah. Like, I'm, mm. I really want to hear from someone who has ghostwritten for Bella Forest. Yeah. Like, God, there's I, no I way to more like. Than anything. Yeah. What is that like? I don't even know how you go about finding them, you know? There was a. Hi. There was a person who commented on uh, one of the official Bella Forest page posts uh, asking about some of their. about whether people who have been ghostwriting for Bella have also published uh, under a different name. And they say, we don't know. <laughs> they didn't have <laughs> well, an exclusive yeah, contract. He doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, yeah, that's true. The comments... Are not, yeah, oh yeah, here's the question. Uh, is uh, Do any of the writers in the collective write under any other auspices, as in their own names or pen names, other than the Bella Forest name? And Bella Forest replied, they might be working also in other collectives we don't know. They don't have an exclusive agreement with us. Mm, okay. Um, and then there's, like, some really wild comments... Uh, under the newest post that is just a review from book, book number five, there's someone commenting, that is crazy because I just ordered it. I have been addicted to the series and can't stop reading it. Bella Forest is an amazing writing. I aspire to be that talented one day. I ordered it today and it will be here tomorrow and even that is too long to wait. Uh, three smiley emojis and a heart emoji. Oh. I also want to be as, as talented as Bella Forest one day. But it's it's wild to comment something like that and not scroll down to see the post that says Bella Forest isn't real. It's just a group of ghostwriters. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, it's the, Facebook. The cognitive mums. dissonance under these comments is like like even under the comments that says that says this person does not exist. There are people who say. Mm-hmm. Take care, Bella. Hope hope everything is gonna settle. Much love. Prayers and much love, Bella. I praying emoji. Things get worked out and best of wishes to all. Peace be with you. Until next time, heart emoji. It's Facebook mums. It's that's the fan base. It's God. Facebook mums. Their their internet literacy is is minion memes at most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. They don't understand, you know. Mm-hmm. I've also God. been like, because I've been curious. Like, this Facebook page has one thousand six hundred people liking it, uh, and just as a comparison, uh, Rise and Grind memes for side hustling teens has teens has over four thousand. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just very funny to me to see the limited reach of this Bella Forest Facebook page mm-hmm. I think we'll have to keep tabs on this um, keep refreshing oh, that will. Bahamian court appeals um, yeah the, I think that's going to be the, the hardest to keep getting updates on that one because mm-hmm. they're not trying to be public about it yeah but they have to release the document I think um, if it's a public case, especially if it's in the Supreme Court, mm. if it's in the Supreme Court, so if like if I keep search every now and again, search like Amber Murphy hot yeah. pancakes, and I imagine we'll see if there's any updates, and also keep an eye on the, you know, the Bella pages, see if there's any changes. Mm-hmm. 
very funny. People people in the book club want to like, oh, has there been any more Laurie drama? And it's like, <laughs> what Laurie drama? <laughs> I mean, Laurie what drama, is it's part of it, but it's like such a small part. Like it's... Yeah. God. Well, it's just, I like, I think there's this weird perception that they've got that Laurie is like a megalomaniac who controls everything. Yeah, because that's what um, the page is. But that's what they're being pushed yeah. by, um, fucking. The and Laurie page. is acting weird. Like, the way, the way she's just like fully <laughs> denying everything that's going on and still acting like Bella is real. I have never met her, but she's real. Well, I think she, but she is real. I mean, yeah. is she? Like, I mean, well, she is Amber. Because, like, start it. Yeah. Yeah, and Amber has been like, uh, allegedly been um, in contact with all these ghostwriters and everything. So I guess, I'm, I mean, I mean, I don't know if they know her real name. I don't think so. Because if she, I don't know, she might have just like kept it under wraps the whole time. That must have been it. Like she probably like used the Bella Forest name on Laurie. I just, I just really wonder if Laurie actually believes that Bella is just one person who wrote all the books. Yeah, she's also been taken in. Because it really seems <laughs> yeah. like she's, she's acting that way that it's that there's no ghostwriters. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again, I think she is in contact. This is speculation. I think she's in contact with Amber and Amber wants to keep it... Low-key, yeah. Um, as similar as it yeah. was to before this all happened. So if she wins, she can just like... Carry on go over it and be like, oh, that was all lies. Um, Laurie knew the truth the whole time. She was keeping the thing going. God. But I am that, the, like, sad Warjack looking at people dancing meme, uh, <laughs> thinking they don't know about the court case in the Bahamas. <laughs> just, I want to, I just want to post it in all the groups and be like, lol, have you seen this? Please. I mean, I, I think the mods would delete no, it. No, Laurie is going to delete it, but I think, I think you're... F- free to either post it in the book club or or just like comment it under one of the posts asking what's going on hey found this very interesting i noticed that shades of the vampire <laughs> hey i make a habit of just going through bahamas court cases <laughs> and while i was there i found this very interesting account and i was wondering if you you know had any thoughts because you see it mentions shade of the vampire in the case um <laughs> curious mm. yeah i think we're we're coming to a close here i'm gonna comment on the book club where they're like i wonder what's happening please please lol read this court <laughs> case <laughs> yeah you gotta make it sure that they know that it's actually related like maybe Maybe just screenshot the bit where the Bella Forest thing is mentioned and let them figure out the mm-hmm. rest. Um, it's quite hard, though. It's only yeah. mentioned, Bella Forest's name is only mentioned once as the trademark in the court case. So you can't get very much from the bit where it's yeah. mentioned. you got to really read the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm bringing us to a close now because my computer's about to die and I don't have my charger. (laughs) I'm going to get banned from this group. I'm just going to post this whenever anyone's like, I wonder what's happening. Okay, I'm bringing us to (laughs) a close. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, so thank you for listening to this. Um, Happy 2021. Happy 2021. You know, a, a year, you know, arbitrary measurement of time, but like I hope it's a better arbitrary measurement of time than the previous one. 
Um, unless you had a great 2020, in which case, you know. <laughs> in which case, what's going on with you? Um, <laughs> Look, yeah, I made like... a ton of great new friends this year. So. Yeah, that's true. We wrote like a third of a book. <laughs> that's pretty good. Which is pretty cool. We've been on many adventures yeah. this year. Um, we d- And tomorrow, you know, maybe we'll do a little end of year retrospective on who watches the watch. Oh um, my God. Amidst all the other things we have to mm-hmm. talk about. But um, yeah. yeah, I guess we're taking a week off this as well. More or less. Probably. probably. Yeah, this is probably the last like Patreon episode of the year. Um, we'll have to figure out how to do it. Because tomorrow we're doing like Small Gods Part 2. I think it would probably be good mm. to close out Small Gods before we're watching The Watch. Definitely. Which, mm. th- the Watch might be actually come out already on the 1st of January in Australia only. <laughs> but so since we are going to watch Australia it illegally first. either way, right? Like, we're not going to pay BBC America yeah. money to watch it on their thing i mean well, I, we, I don't have well. to <laughs> exactly like, um, since we're gonna do that maybe, we'll, maybe we'll be able to like get a leak get an australian leak uh, after the first <laughs> of january okay um yeah. my computer is dying so okay. we <laughs> okay so we'll see you see soon you. and you know good luck <laughs> we'll, we'll keep, keep on spinning, spinning. i think we'll keep on spinning <laughs>